What's up, Fire Nation? Quick announcement that this Wednesday, October 28th, at midnight Eastern, we are shutting the doors to Podcasters Paradise for the remainder of 2015. When Paradise does reopen in 2016, we're moving to a recurring billing model. In other words, lifetime membership is going away forever. For those who join prior to midnight on October 28th, you will be locking in the lowest price we're ever going to offer from this day forward, as well as lifetime membership. And a full 30 days to see if Podcasters Paradise is for you or a hundred percent of your money back visit joinparadise.co to join the family as a lifetime member at the lowest investment we're ever going to offer from this day forward with a full 30 days to check it out that's joinparadise.co see you there fire nation eo fire 1101 show up move the needle every single day and just be relentless Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to EO Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. Is it time to share your voice with the world? Text Podcast Course to 33444. That's Podcast Course, all one word, no spaces, to 33444, and you'll be rocking our free 15-day podcast course in no time flat. Ignite. Spread the word about your new business with Vistaprint. Right now at Vistaprint.com, you can get 500 business cards for just $9.99 with promo code FIRE. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code FIRE. Posting jobs in one place isn't enough to find quality candidates. ZipRecruiter can help, and today you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Visit ZipRecruiter.com slash FIRE. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash FIRE. Fire Nation in the house. John Lee Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Nathan Chan. Nathan, are you prepared to ignite? Let's do it. Nathan is the publisher and editor of Founder Magazine, a digital magazine for young entrepreneurs on the App Store and Google Play Store. He launched Founder in March 2013 from his bedroom, and in a small period of time, it has become a top 10 ranked business and investing magazine in the App Store. All right, Nathan, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro, and give us a little glimpse into your personal life. Yeah, sure thing. So I... I have a lot of friends. I have a lot of friends too. <laughs> That's oh, okay. good. <laughs> I thought we were just comparing friends. Sorry. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. Look, I, I'm I I quite uh, I'm a I'm a family orientated person, and I like spending time with my friends and family. Uh, I own a one percent share in a racehorse. I live in Melbourne, Australia, and just living the dream, bro. So Nathan, you have a horse, you have a magazine, you have a lot of friends. Let's picture you at a networking party and someone walks up to you and they say, what exactly do you do? How do you respond in 10 seconds? Usually I just say I'm a, a publisher of a magazine and we have an online business around entrepreneurship. Nice. You don't drop Richard Branson or Tim Ferriss's name? No, nah, no. Nah. <laughs> I, I like to be a little bit, you know, I, I don't like to really like drop names or, or anything like that. I try to be, you know, not, you know, look at me just like, this is what we do. And yeah, if people want to ask me more questions. Well, I want to ask you more questions. And one of those is how do you make money? How do dollars come in Nathan Chan's door? How have you created a viable business around what you do? The magazine's a 
digital publication in the App Store, Google Play Store, and it's uh, a monthly subscription. So we have a recurring model there. And then also we've got a one training product and a few other digital products. So mainly, yeah, just from Apple and uh, having our own digital products. Okay, cool. Now, how many people do you have subscribed to the magazine? That's a great question. We have 20,000, well, no, more than 20,000, closer to 25,000 monthly readers. And in terms of paid subscribers, uh, it's, it's all over the place. Like, uh, it's, it's hard to say, but we get at least a few thousand new monthly subscribers every month. That are paying subscribers? Yeah. So right now, what does the magazine generate on a monthly basis, give or take? I actually don't, like, uh, um, I, don't, I don't mention my income, but we're a profitable six-figure business. So we're generating six figures a year. Annually. Okay. Yes. Very cool. Well, congratulations. 2013 launching a magazine, now making six figures a year, plus the digital products are, I'm sure, just gaining more steam, more momentum as you go. But what I want to do, Nathan, is talk about not the good times, which you're living in right now, but I want to talk about the bad times. I want to talk about your worst entrepreneurial moments. And Nathan, just like I feel like I was there riding your horse and you were describing him earlier, like I want <laughs> to be there with you during your worst entrepreneurial moment. So take us there. Tell us that story. The most notable and memorable worst moment for me when I first started Founder was uh, when I got sued for trademark infringement. Oof. Now, I can't actually, by one of the, it's a massive magazine in the States, and I can't, I can't actually say who the company was. I'm going to guess Entrepreneur Magazine. No, it wasn't Entrepreneur Magazine. Well, but, uh, they're known for suing people, so I was just wondering. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that too. <laughs> but uh, yeah, pretty much, uh, that was that was. Four months in, and keep in mind, Founders, my first serious business. I've never started a business before. That was a really traumatizing experience, John, just uh, waking up, receiving an email actually from a lawyer who was pitching himself saying, hey, if you didn't know, uh, you're being sued and you should totally get me to represent you. Oh, I'm from so Dallas, that Texas. was how you found out. That was how I found out. Not from actually getting served. I got served like a couple of weeks later. It was actually, yeah, just getting an email. And I didn't know whether it was like sophisticated spam or, right. or what was going on. Because uh, does that really count as being served? Doesn't, don't people have to serve you in person for it to be legit? Yeah, well, I was. Yeah, so I was served uh, and, you know, um, they give you a package and you have to sign off that you've received it. Okay, well, take us to that moment. What was that? Like, were you in the mall? Were you petting your horse? Like, when did you get served? Yeah, I was just at home, man. I was just at home. Knocks on the the door. FedEx, yeah, FedEx. But I knew that was coming because I had that email because what happens, right, is, you know, when you file a lawsuit, you have to file it. And then, like, if you're a good lawyer, I guess you look at all the lawsuits that have been filed from a lead generation standpoint and you start pitching cold. So I already knew that that was coming. So probably the most memorable moment that I can take you back to was just waking up that morning. I, you know, four months in, starting Founder, I started it while I was working my full-time job on the side. So I woke up to go to work. I checked my email like I did every morning and I just saw that email come mm. through and I was like, oh my God, like, is this legit? I couldn't believe it. I was panicking. My heart started like beating really fast and 
I, I mean, the first thing I did was actually call one of my mentors and, uh, funnily enough, uh, he runs one of the, uh, like a a really big e-commerce, like it's the second biggest e-commerce group here in Australia. And he was actually sued by Groupon. Because uh, his business what? was called Scoopon, so he's like, <laughs> okay. you know what he said? He he's deserved like, it. Yeah, he's like, you know what, man? This is what these Americans always do. They always, they always just like sue people. He's like, don't worry about it. We'll sort it out. So and his so, company was called Scroopon. No, it was called Scoopon. Oh, Scoopon. I was, I saw, he was like, screw Groupon, <laughs> Scroopon, <laughs> so, Scoopon. And uh, funnily enough, uh, yeah, look. Uh, long story short, I had to change the name of the business. What was the original name? Uh, it was called... Oh, I think we can now really guess who you might have been sued by. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe yeah, maybe we should edit that out. I don't know if I should actually say that for legal reasons. Okay, well, let me know. Like, let me know afterwards yeah, and we'll... Let's, yeah. You, but, uh, you, yeah, you can find, find out if you need it to be edited out and we'll come back in and do it. But if you don't, we're going to leave it in. Oh, good. No, I think we definitely should edit it out just just to be safe. You Are you know? giving me a direct order to, to edit it out then? Yes, please. Is this official? <laughs> yes. Okay, I'll edit it out. <laughs> but yeah, we can just say that... Uh, well, no, I we're just going to keep the interview. Name. I'm just going to blank out the name. We're chatting right now. We're, they're hearing our voices, so keep going. Uh, too easy. So pretty much, yeah, um, worked my way through it. And uh, in the end, it was actually a blessing in disguise because we have a much better name and much better brand. I do think you have a better name. I mean, I like the one word name. I think that's really good. I think it's catchy. And, you know, it's sometimes people get too clever with misspelling, but this is easy. It's just like, hey, this is founder without the E. Like, it's really easy. Found R. You know, I mean, it's, it's there. It's, it's, it's simple. You know it. And listen, Fire Nation, this is a great learning point. This is why, like, I'm just kind of letting the tape roll here because, we're just having a real conversation, a couple of entrepreneurs, both of whom, by the way, because Nathan, I'm sure you don't know um, my details, but I'm sure you can probably guess from the name of my podcast, you know, who I've been pursued by. So, I mean, it's it's just a reality fire nation and it's sad and, you know, it's it's in a lot of ways pathetic, you know, that these people were granted the rights to just these everyday words and the fact that, you know, they claim to represent what is good in entrepreneurship and what is good in small business. And then they do these kind of things. So it's just a reality. And I think it's important to have these kind of conversations because instead of trying to fight these battles against these bullies, you know, it's just like, Hey, maybe I just sit down. I spend a little more time coming up with a really unique name, do some trademark, uh, research to see if anybody out there is potentially going to come after me for this. So then when I start, I can focus on what matters, like create content and do this and do that and not have to battle the bully, so to speak. So Nathan, give me your feedback on that. Like what would be your advice to somebody that was going to start a business and, you know, wanted to have, you know, a pretty cool name, but, you know, wanted to keep all this in mind. I think always err on the side of caution. So this was something that, you know, because it was my first business, I always thought, you know, like, oh, I'd never get sued or, you know, it couldn't happen to me. And I think people shouldn't think like that because you just never know. So you always have to be really, really cautious. And I think a big learning experience for me was, yeah, do, like you just said, do do your due diligence. If you're erring on the side of caution, don't. Like, don't risk it. Literally, 
just just come up with a name that's unique in the marketplace. Do your research. Make sure nobody else has it. And don't uh, look to create a similar name in a, the you know an industry. And I and I'm not I don't I'm not a lawyer, so I can't give legal advice. But yeah, just be a bit smarter about it. I think, and for the most part, and just err on the side of caution always. And always, always seek the correct advice. You know, I didn't do that because I was just bootstrapping. You know, and, and starting from nothing and and just kind of like doing it really ghetto style head. And I I never thought that that would happen to me, and it did. So a valuable lesson learned. Yeah, and I will say, like, I'm disappointed that I agree with you because I wish that I could say, hey, fight the fight, like, don't back down, like, it's, you know, it's, it's a fight that's worth fighting, but it, mm. it's not, it's not, no. and it's sad that it's not, but it's not because there's other things that we should be focusing on with our businesses, so definitely a great lessons learned here. And Nathan, let's shift. Let's move out of this quagmire and into an aha moment, an epiphany, a light bulb that you've had at some point in your journey. And take us to that idea moment. You've had a lot, brother, but you know our listeners. We're entrepreneurs, man. We want to hear the one that is going to be most interesting to us. And then walk us through the steps you took to turn that idea into success. My aha moment was I I got an opportunity to create a digital magazine and at first, I was actually going to create around horse racing, so it kind of links in nicely to the whole I own a one percent horse. Yeah, you own like a few pieces <laughs> of the main. I love it. And yeah, I was going to do it with a friend, like uh, one of my one of my house ex housemates, and because uh, he's a horse racing journalist. And then I, I it didn't work out, and you know, I I, I had the opportunity still to create this digital magazine, and I was like you know what, like I've always been interested in entrepreneurship and I didn't know anything about entrepreneurship. Why, why don't I just create a magazine around entrepreneurship? And then after like having a look there, I I realized there was actually not really a magazine in the space for young and aspiring entrepreneurs and novice entrepreneurs and early stage startup founders. So I was like, hmm, well, you know, I think there's something here. So I just, you know, the first thing, the first piece of that puzzle was just, I guess, identifying a need in the marketplace and looking to to serve that need. And I knew podcasts were hot. You know, you had just started at like, I knew your work and I heard you were killing it. And I was like, well, I can't really do a podcast or if I, and we have a podcast right now, but I wanted to really differentiate myself in the marketplace. And I knew that there was a need, but there wasn't really a need for you know, there wasn't really anything being serviced there in the magazine space. So I just went off and I just started the magazine, man. Um, and it was, you know, we've been running founder for two and a half years now and it's been a definite hard slog and it hasn't been nowhere near as easy as, as most people would probably think. And I've been working away underground for a very long time. Now, one thing that I kind of want to compare digital magazines with podcasting is and it kind of gets your feedback on how you were able to rise above is podcasting was big in like 2005 2006 people thought it was going to be awesome 
It died mm. because people realized, hey, if you're not really into tech, you don't really know the tech side, it's hard to like listen to podcasts. And that kind of stunk. But then enter 2011, and now everybody has a smartphone. And so now it's easy to get a podcast all of a sudden. You know, that's about the time that I launched mine, which was a year later in 2012. And it just became a lot easier to listen to podcasts. So it had this resurgence. And now, since that point, a lot of people have had a lot of success with podcasting. Now, with digital magazines, I kind of think that like 2013 and 2012, because I remember when I started, it was kind of the fat. Like a lot of people were talking about how digital magazines is the next thing. You can just do this in iTunes and you'll be off to the races. And a lot of people did, but a lot of people just faded out. Like we hear the word pod fade. There was a lot of mag fade with the digital magazine phase where I'm sure, Nathan, you see it more than anybody because you look at your competition, but people were launching them all the time a few additions would go out and then there'd be no more. Now, how did you maintain consistency? How did you rise above the, the rest? Like, what did you find as a recipe to make sure that you were a successful digital magazine producer? That's a really good question, John. And you're, you're 100% right. There has been a lot of people that have, you know, started a digital magazine and haven't seen it through. And I think part of the problem is, is it's a long game, man. Like, it is, it is a very, very long game. And I think also part of the problem is people don't realize that if you're creating a magazine, it needs to be of, and of an extreme high quality. And that's something that I was always super aware of from the beginning, and I, and I wanted to do it that way. Um, and I think part of the reason that a lot of people don't see it through is, is purely from like a, fin- a financial reward perspective. Like I know I said I don't reveal my income, but... Um, I'm happy to say like in the first, you know, first month we made, you know, only $80 in the first month and in the second month we made, you know, a few hundred dollars. And then once we get to the sixth month, we made about a thousand dollars a month. I would have died to make $80 in my first month. So (laughs) I'm actually pretty impressed. (laughs) Oh, well, there you go. But it is very slow. You know, it took me a year to build it up to, you know, service the business and replace my income at my day job to leave it. So, you know, some, some wouldn't even have that persistence to work on it for a year. It just really depends, but it is a very, you have to be so consistent, John. And the reason that I kept going is because, you know, the first day I launched, I made $5 and we had two subscribers, two paid subscribers. And I always said to myself, and I'm just the kind of person that doesn't actually like to let people down. That's one of my weaknesses. And in the sense that if people are paying for a monthly magazine every single month, I didn't want to let them down. So I just kept shipping. So we're a monthly magazine. We've shipped every single month. We're up to like issue 30. So it's just part of that consistency, man. Like that is a big piece of what's kept us going. And and you, you know, I know you have a, a an element of recurring in your business. It's It's a very powerful model, you know, and it's very predictable. And you can see that if you keep going, you'll get to, you know, 20 grand or 30 grand or 40 grand. And you just, you just keep building up, just keep servicing your current customers, keeping them happy and just keep providing more and more value. And it's, uh, it's very powerful, but it just takes a while. And for me with founder, I knew that, if we were to be taken seriously, one, we had to have great design and we had to have great content and we had to interview, you know, high caliber entrepreneurs and, and to really stand out. We had to interview 
entrepreneurs that most independent publishers or most independent podcasters or you know can't get in touch with and uh, that's essentially what we've done like hard to reach people and that's really allowed us to build that authority for uh, us to be taken seriously as as a publisher um, so you mentioned, you know, we've interviewed Richard Branson, Ariana Huffington, all these big time, you know, big time influencers in the space, just like you've in- interviewed as well. And it helps build that authority. And you've been extremely consistent. You know, I'm extremely humbled to be, you know, episode, was it 1001? Yeah, it actually yeah. 1101. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there you go. Like that's consistency every single day, man. Just beating on your craft, you know. You look at your first interview. I've heard your first interview. Oh, it's interview. brutal, and now, Yeah, you know, you look at the first issue of the magazine, man. It's brutal. You know, we didn't even have a <laughs> successful person on the front cover. We had a stock image because no one would get back to me. So <laughs> I would have got back to you, but you didn't want me back then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I hope that answers your question. No, it does answer my question. There's a couple points that I really want to drive home to the listeners from what you've said is number one, Being a content producer, which is what Nathan is, which is what I am, that is a marathon. It's not a sprint. If you want to play the content producing game, you are jumping into a marathon, Fire Nation. It does not happen overnight. I mean, Nathan made 80 bucks his first month. I would have traded a place with him in the second for 80 bucks. I think I lost 8,000 bucks my first month. I mean, I was investing heavily for months and months and it wasn't nine months till I saw my first dollar come in that was above and beyond my expenses. It's a long game, but as Nathan has shared with his numbers, as, as what I share with my income reports every month, you know, if you do take it and focus like it is a long game, then the returns can really be worthwhile for a lot of reasons. So love that aha moment, Nathan. Love that message that we're sharing because it's the real message. It's the honest message. It takes time. And you have a lot of things going on, Nathan, and you're excited about them, rightfully so. But what's the one thing you can share with Fire Nation that you are most fired up about today? There's two things. First one, and I mean, you've gone up and back about this a little bit, is Instagram. Like I'm a massive, massive believer in that platform. And uh, we're doing quite well on there. We've built that from zero to 300K in about 10 months. And uh, that's been a massive, massive uh, tool to build our email database. And uh, at the time of recording this, like we built our, like in the past, I think two weeks, we've got an email database to like, we've we've collected at least, you know, Close to seventeen, eighteen thousand people in two weeks on our to our email newsletter just from Instagram alone, and uh, yeah, so they're the two things I'm really excited about. Just yeah, building our newsletter community and uh, Instagram because it's such a powerful tool that a lot of people aren't utilizing. So I see you have three hundred and twenty thousand followers, and you did a recent quote that said, "Without great people, even great ideas are useless." Simon Sinek. And that got 4,238 likes and over 79, over 82 comments. So, I mean, there's not only a lot of followers, but I mean, you're getting a lot of interaction. What did you, what are a couple of things you did to really make the Instagram side of Founder Magazine successful? Similar to like what we described before with the magazine, it's a pretty, it's pretty simple when you think about it. It's just like brilliant content, like really high quality design content that really resonates with your audience, hits home with them, and 
just consistency, man. Like I started Instagram. I started the founder Instagram in November. I didn't even think that really Instagram could be a thing for us. I didn't know. And it's, it's our best channel now. And, uh, you know, I've missed posting on that Instagram page one day out of that, out of the past 10 months. And it looks like, what is it? Is it about like six or seven times a day? It looks like you're posting. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The fast, the more you post, the faster you grow. Yeah. Wow. Well, I will say not, not to say anything wrong. I mean, I think you are an attractive guy, but when you post the picture of yourself, (laughs) there's only 916 (laughs) likes. So people seem, people seem to prefer the actual images of quotes. Just saying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. But, uh, Look, if anyone wants to know more on that, uh, we do have an ebook, this epic ebook oh, that cool. costs like thousands of dollars to put together. If you go to uh, foundermag.com forward slash free, so F O U N D R mag.com forward slash free, uh, you can get that ebook and it's got our best stuff there. That's foundermag.com slash free. I am literally going to that as soon as this is done. And we'll mention that again, Fire Nation. It'll be on the show notes page as well. And we are going to hit the lightning round. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Looking to grow your team, but not sure where to find the best candidates? As a business owner, I can tell you that your company is only as good as the people you hire. Finding quality candidates is tough, and it takes time and hard work. But when you're looking to hire the right people right now, there's no time to deal with dozens of different job sites. Until now. Thanks to ZipRecruiter.com, you can post to 100 plus job sites with one single click and be instantly matched to candidates from over 6 million resumes. Just post once and within 24 hours, watch your candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy to use interface. ZipRecruiter has been used by over 400,000 businesses. Now that's what I call proof of concept. Today you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Visit ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. One more time to try ZipRecruiter for free, visit ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. No matter what type of business you're in, you're a salesperson and presenting your business and brand to the best of your ability should always be top of mind. That's why I love one-stop shops like Vistaprint, where you can get tons of custom products made for your business to help you spread the word. Looking for a new set of business cards, postcards to send your clients, flyers to advertise a new product you're offering, a banner for your next conference or meetup, even t-shirts for your biggest fans? Vistaprint can help. Vistaprint even offers custom design services, so no need to worry about trying to create a perfect logo or needing help with a layout, Vistaprint can help with all your design needs and they guarantee you'll be happy. Check out everything Vistaprint has to offer at vistaprint.com. They even have a special offer for Fire Nation. Create and design your own custom business cards, then enter promo code FIRE at checkout and you'll get 500 business cards for just $9.99. That's vistaprint.com, promo code FIRE. Nathan, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? Let's do it. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? I was scared of failing and worried about what other people would think. What is the best advice you've ever received? There's a lot of holes out there, so if you be nice to people because it goes a long way. Oh, you're making me beep two things now in this interview. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just Ken, kidding. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I will be beeping that though. Um, what is a personal habit that contributes to your success? Just moving the needle every single day. I have my, my goal pyramid for the year and I just, whenever, wherever I wake, every, every day when I wake up, I try and get closer to the, that, those goals and just move the needle every day. 
there's a great book on that by Jeff Olson called The Slight Edge Fire Nation. If you just do the right things, even if they're small, every single day, they will add up to something big in the end. And Nathan, this is slightly off topic. This isn't on the lightning round topic, but just break it down for us quick. You know, let's not get into deep detail, but break it down for us what the sponsorship slash advertising model looks like for a digital magazine. Like, like what is that? What is, I don't even know the start of it. To be honest with you, we don't really do any ads. Like we've done a few and and uh, it's very, for us, it's it's something that uh, we, we're probably going to do more in the near future where I've got this crazy plan to actually make the magazine free. Oh, wow. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's probably stupid. But. Well, all I can tell you, if I charged for my podcast from day one, <laughs> I would not have generated 500K in revenue in the month of May. Yeah, that's it. So like for us, I think, you know, we're generating six figures just from the magazine alone. But I think in terms of impact and once we build up our back end, uh, that's when we can truly, truly start looking at advertising. Because, yeah, look, um, you know, we get 20,000 active monthly readers. Some of those are paid, some of those are free. And uh, like, I think if for us to truly justify an advertising model, we'd need to make the magazine free. So to answer your question, we don't really do ads in the magazine. I'm not sure if you've checked it out, but uh, yeah, you will not uh, see any ads. Uh, I have done some before, but it's purely just me just making up a reasonable number. Um, so yeah, I, I wish I could be a little more Yeah, no, no, I, I like it. And I actually love that answer because I think it's brilliant to go to the free model because in this day and age, it's about the audience size. You can do so much when you have this, the audience and that comes mm-hmm. with advertising, with sponsorships, that comes with your back-end digital products. I mean, imagine having you know 2 million readers per month and then you just have a perfectly focused product or service for them, you know, that could blow away what you're currently getting on the monthly subscriptions. Could, you know, again, that takes time to build as well. There's pros and cons to everything that you do, Fire Nation. You got to weigh them going forward. Now, What's an internet resource, Nathan, like an Evernote that you can share with our listeners? Oh, wow. I love my SaaS, man. Probably, this is a good one that a lot of people wouldn't have heard about. It's called Rebump, and it's a Gmail plugin. And what it allows you to do is if somebody, if you send an email and you you, you have Rebump installed and you tick the little Rebump box uh, before you send the email in Gmail... What it will do is if somebody doesn't reply to that email, it'll automatically follow that person up and, it's, and you can have a series of templated emails for follow-up. So it allows you to set and forget. So if you're doing any sort of business development, pitching for interviews, pitching for anything, you can just send emails you, and you know that person's busy. They might not reply. You can just set and forget and send that email. Yeah, and I'll never forget Mark Cuban said, hey, I don't even respond to people who send me at least three emails because that shows me that they care. So this rebump <laughs> right up his alley. Now, if you could recommend mm. one book, Nathan, what would it be and why? Influence by Robert Cialdini. Uh, I think it's just a brilliant marketing book and it's uh, taught me a lot around marketing. Well, Fire Nation, I know that you love audio, so I teamed up with audiobooks. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook for free at eofirebook.com. And Nathan, this is the last question of the lightning round, but it is a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? 
Yeah, this is a really hard one. Uh, <laughs> I'd probably start, obviously, I'd start a business, some sort of online business uh, with $500. Uh, I'd use that to just start up a website, just get the website going. And I'd look probably for a co-founder and probably start a technology business, maybe a SaaS. Um, and uh, yeah, pretty much just start from there. Um, I love me some SaaS. You know, it's that recurring yeah. revenue. It's being able to serve people on a big level. Love it. And Nathan... Let's end on fire. Share a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, then we'll say goodbye. Anyone listening to this, I hope that my journey has just been a testament to what it means to just show up, move the needle every single day and just be relentless in, you know, moving towards your goals because, you know, before I started found that's my first like it's my this is my first serious business I knew nothing about entrepreneurship I knew nothing about apps I knew nothing about design I didn't know anyone in the space uh, just like how John started and it's amazing the things you can accomplish if if you're really driven and if you want it bad enough so the difference between people that make it and the ones that, that do and don't is is they just want it bad enough um, and I just want to share that so the best place to find me is just foundermag.com f-o-u-n-d-r mag dot com no e or you can add me on twitter nathan h chan i'd love to hear from you well i love all of that and nathan you are right we have very similar backgrounds i mean you don't have to have two or three failures before you find that first success foundation so don't just mm-hmm. go into something thinking you're going to fail off the bat my first thing ever was entrepreneur on fire nathan's first thing was founder magazine i mean that's a reality. You can hit a home run the first time you swing the bat. So don't go into it with a negative attitude. Know that you might fail and that's okay, but also know that you might hit a home run and be excited about that. And Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you have been hanging out with NC and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Type in Nathan in the search bar. His show notes page will pop right up with everything that we've been talking about today. And of course, we're going to give a link to that foundermag.com slash free and everything that he mentioned because he's got some great things going on. Nathan, thank you for sharing your journey with us today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you so much, John. It's an absolute pleasure, my man. Fire Nation, thank you for joining us on EO Fire. Visit eofire.com for links to everything we chatted about today, killer resources, free trainings, and so much more. Ready to set and accomplish your number one goal in 100 days? Now you can. Introducing my passion project, The Freedom Journal. This leather-bound journal will teach you how to set a SMART goal and will guide you to accomplishment in 100 days. Text JOURNAL to 33444. Today is your day, Fire Nation. Ignite. Ignite.